Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. This is episode number 125. And first of all, first of all this, is, this is it for me. Here for me, I'm just going to stay here for my sponsor, Hedge Health, and I'll hand over to Cassandra and Miriam, who I introduced last week. So here's my sponsor. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by Head Check Health. Head Check Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadCheck Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. And here is Miriam and Cassandra, or Cassandra and Miriam. I don't know which way you want to do that, but uh, go for it. Either way works. So today we're going to be interviewing Dr. Michelle Plowman, who is a physiotherapist and neuroscientist, as well as a professor, and she is a founder of the Recovery and Performance Lab. So first things first, we're going to ask about Dr. Plowman's educational background. So what is your educational background and where did you complete your education? Um, so I I grew up in a small town of 6,000 people um, in Deer Lake, Newfoundland, so a really small place. <clears throat> and I decided to, you know, for me, I was really interested in physiotherapy. And so I worked very hard to get to Dalhousie University. So that's where I went and did my physiotherapy training. And I worked for about 15 years in that field, specializing in for uh, any kind of brain injury, stroke, um, traumatic brain injury. I also did some spinal cord injury work in a rehabilitation center. And it was really through that experience that I began to see uh, patterns and about intensity and what we can do to help promote neuroplasticity in the brain and the individual differences that I witnessed in, in people with stroke and brain injury. So I began my master's, my PhD in neuroscience. So my master's actually 
was about using constraint-induced movement therapy. And constraint-induced movement therapy is a technique where you constrain the use of the good arm and you force patients who have impairments in their paralysis to use that paralyzed limb because it's like the brain forgets to connect to it. So we did that study um, in the inpatient stroke rehabilitation here in St. John's, Newfoundland. And then my PhD was looking at more of an animal model of stroke. So we said, okay, when you do these kind of intensive interventions, when you pair the aerobic exercise and sort of neuro, increase neuromodulation within the brain, how does that change synapses, axons, brain networks? And so really the only way to do that is in an animal model because you can take the brain out, you can slice the brain, you can stain the synapses and the axons and you can count them. So I, it was a place where I could really test my ideas about intensity and about priming the brain with aerobic exercise as a way to increase the excitability um, to make learning more potent. So, uh, so I did my PhD and then I did a postdoc uh, studying multiple sclerosis and neurodegeneration and health and lifestyle factors that promote um, protection of the brain as we get older, especially when we go get older with multiple sclerosis. That's a long story. So um, then it was always my dream to open up a lab. I, this was my goal once I decided on my PhD, I said, you know, I wanna open a lab so that we can offer cutting edge trials to patients. So brain stimulation, constraint-induced movement therapy, things that you wouldn't otherwise have access to unless it's in a research trial. And so we opened up our lab in 2015, the recovery and performance lab, and it's still, it's expanded in 2017. And it's now probably the biggest lab in the faculty of medicine at Memorial University. There you go. That's the story. <laughs> That's really awesome. It's really great to hear about how you progressed for sure. Yeah, um, so you kind of already touched on this slightly, but um, we were wondering what led you to the field of brain injury and what kind of sparked your interest. Um, if you can tell us about that a little bit. You know, for me, it's always my interaction with people. So families, um, and what one thing that struck me <clears throat> as a young physiotherapist is that you could have two individuals with a brain injury and one family push that individual. They enrich the environment. They, when you say do 10 of something, they do 20. Um, they're always looking at ways to enrich. And then another family are not as engaged. And what you'll see is that over time, the person with the engaged family, the family who are pushing them and providing an enriched environment, you could clearly see the obvious difference in recovery. And the other thing I, I learned just through practice is that we were always told in, in our undergraduate training that you had six months. There's a window of six months when the window closes, that there's no more capacity for recovery. And that might be true biologically, the brain starts to repair, scars are formed. But what I witnessed is that the brain continuously modifies itself. And with this enriched environment and um, cognitive training, physical training, 
behavioral training that families were engaging with, I saw years later. Um, and I can remember one man who had a stroke and he couldn't speak. So I knew him for probably about 18 months and we were working on his walking, but the, he understood everything you said, but the only word he could say was yes, yes. And I'd say, how are you, Mike? Yes. And so his family started to engage with language training and they got their friends together and they would force him to read bits of the newspaper and they would do, he loved politics. So his friends would work with him once or twice a week, engaging with this language. And about maybe four years later, I was in the mall, in the shopping mall, and Mike and his wife came along in a wheelchair. And I said, hi, Mike, how are you? I haven't seen you in ages. How are you? He said, I am good. How are you? And I just like cried. It was just so emotional for me. This is real world. This is what it takes to get language back. So I said, you know, this, so I dedicated my life to it. Really? This is it. I, um, my son also has autism and he, you know, we were told that, you know, he'd have very limited capacity. He wouldn't be able to go to school. Um, and so I spent an incredible amount of time. We had speech that language pathologists engaged and we went hard on the enriched environment. Went, Cause I knew when you're young, your brain is more plastic. And this was even before I did my master's, my PhD. So he was also a big part of that decision too, to say, let's study plasticity and ways to drive plasticity. So it was very personal, I think when you do this kind of work, it has to be very personal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes personal motivators are the best motivators for sure. Definitely. So as you mentioned, you're the founder of the recovery and performance lab. So tell us about some of the current research you're doing. Sure. So the recovery and performance lab is located on the top floor of a rehabilitation hospital called Miller Center. And we deliberately asked to have it built there because we wanted to be near patients. We not wanted to be accessible. And what we found is other buildings within Memorial University were not as accessible as the Miller Center was. So that was a big factor for us. And so right now we're doing several studies. We've just finished off a study that involves translingual neurostimulation. So, TLNS, translingual neurostimulation. So what that does, it's a product called Pons. It's made by a company called Helios. And you place this stimulator on your tongue. And the idea is that that stimulation then uh, increases activity in the brainstem and the cerebellum. And when you pair that with intensive walking and balance training, so that's what we're doing is that we're pairing this translingual neurostimulation with intensive physiotherapy, and we're partnering with the physiotherapy clinic here in St. John's. Um, and it's, it's been interesting. So you do two weeks face-to-face -face and then 14 weeks um, um, in total, uh, the rest of it at home. 
So some patients, some participants get the real translingual neurostimulation and the other get a sham device. It looks and operates exactly like the real device. You can't tell the difference, except it doesn't deliver the same kind of stimulation. So that study is just about done. We'll be completed that in August of uh, 2022, and we'll be able to tell whether adding this neuromodulation to physiotherapy will improve walking and balance in people with multiple sclerosis who are our target group. Um, we also just finished a trial combining the drug fluoxetine, which is an antidepressant called Prozac. Many people know what it is. Uh, but it also is a neuroplasticity promoting drug. And so we're pairing that with lower extremity rehabilitation of people with stroke, that study is done. Um, and we're just starting a new brain stimulation trial. So we're combining brain stimulation using transcranial magnetic stimulation. So you use a coil, you place it over the motor cortex while the person is doing hand rehabilitation. And we're doing that in partnership with a group called CanStim. And CanStim is a, con a Canadian consortium of scientists who are working together um, to promote uh, neuromodulation. So that's some of them. That's not everything we're doing, but that's, that's some of the studies that are ongoing. And you can see there's a commonality. We're really interested in pairing things together adding something to the brain that makes it more flexible because this is the limit of, remember I was saying about the window of recovery, you know, the brain does have most of its recovery in six months. So you need to find ways to keep the plasticity active. Um, and so that's what we're doing is pairing something that we know can pro promote brain plasticity with rehabilitation. Yeah. So that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, that's really interesting. That kind of leads me into the next question I have here. So as you were saying, some of your research involves creating and testing new rehabilitation treatments that promote brain plasticity, as well as restore lost functions. So can you tell us more about this and the effects that this has on individuals who have suffered from a brain injury? Right. So this is, this is a really interesting thing. So one of the studies we're doing right now is using, and, and Nick will be interested in this because it uses aerobic exercise, so high-intensity interval training. So what we know about high-intensity interval training is where you, you really peak at 80% of your max. You're just really out of breath, but then you drop down and you do it usually three minutes in, three minutes out, three minutes in, three minutes out, and it's for a short period of time. So we know that that intensity increases brain activity pretty robustly. Um, so across neural networks, it increases blood flow to the brain. So the idea is if you pair that with motor learning, so, so for example, when you recover from a brain injury, you have to relearn something that you knew how to do before. So moving your mouth, speech, uh, moving your fingers, moving your leg, walking, balancing. You knew how to do that. So now what you have to do is engage new brain networks to relearn this task that you knew how to do previously. So what, what you need to do is you need to give the brain a little perturbation to, to make the brain a little bit more active and ready. So we're doing a study right now 
We're repairing this high intensity interval training with um, a motor learning task with a paralyzed, partially paralyzed limb in a robotic virtual reality environment. It's very cool. Um, so you have to, you spend about 20 minutes inside this virtual reality environment and you try to learn patterns of movement. And we're trying to see whether this high intensity interval training can make learning more robust. And you think, well, how does this apply? Well, in rehabilitation now, so say you're going to rehabilitation, you might just do a half hour on your arm, then you'll go to speech therapy for 45 minutes. Then you might go outside and walk with the therapist for your balance. What we might find is that it's actually better to, to do that high intensity outside walking and then do the, the speech language and the hand therapy right after, bang, bang, right? Rather than take rests in between. That's somehow the pairing could be important. So we're testing that now. So it has, you know, all my work has a real world application, um, a way to improve what we're delivering to people who have brain injuries. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, I thought it was so interesting how you said um, the environment is so important too, because I know like as a psychology student, you know, we're always learning about the nature versus nurture and the two really go hand in hand, especially 
with something like this for brain injuries. Mm -hmm. um, so we were also wondering uh, about some of the positive implications your research and treatment modalities derive from this re research um, and what they've had on individuals who have suffered from brain injuries. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a bit about like the so, positive implications? Yeah, yeah. so um, when I speak about brain injury, sometimes I'm sort of crossing between traumatic brain injury and stroke. Um, it's just that I do more work in stroke because stroke is more common and we're able to do our studies and recruit individuals um, more efficiently in stroke. But I think a lot of what we learn in stroke applies to traumatic brain injury because the brain still has to repair itself. But in traumatic brain injury, you tend to have a younger brain, whereas a stroke patient tends to be in the sixth decade of life and has less capacity for plasticity. So, so I'm excited about what, you know, that cross-pollination between what's happening in stroke and even in multiple sclerosis, which is another area I study, affects mainly women um, and you have a lesion. So a sudden area of inflammation in the brain and it causes a lesion in a certain network and that network stops working. And then the brain begins to heal that lesion and repair itself. So sometimes I consider that a brain injury too, because the lesion is, is injuring the brain. So how does this impact what we do? So I'm proud to say that much of my work in aerobic, so very early on, I was telling you about the animal model work I was doing. And what we showed is that aerobic exercise has benefits beyond just your heart and your lungs. Aerobic exercise delivered after having a brain injury does influence brain plasticity. Um, and so, I've been working really worldwide on trying to have aerobic exercise implemented during stroke rehabilitation. And that's a big deal because it wasn't part of standard practice. And so now it's part of best practice and you can check um, strokebestpractices.ca and that has some of the best practices. And one is, is implementation of aerobic exercise. So I sort of think about this idea and then try to get it implemented in the end so that people actually benefit from it. I think the next thing on our pipeline that we're gonna see is the neuromodulation. I think the devices that are gonna come on the market, for example, in the, in the United States, using transcranial magnetic stimulation, so brain stimulation to treat depression is basically standard now. It's accepted, um, it's approved by FDA. And I think it works to do to treat depression, especially people who don't respond to traditional therapies. So I think we're gonna see that actually. I think we're gonna see it to treat people with MS, people with stroke, people with traumatic brain injury, and we're gonna see it, it'll be like a part of the toolkit in rehabilitation um, will be neuro, different types of neuromodulation. I think that's the up and coming change that we're gonna see. We're definitely seeing a lot of really exciting research emerging in the area. For your lab personally, do you have any plans for future research studies that you might participate in? Yeah, we are. So our lab is like, we're a little 
lab in St. John's, Newfoundland, but we're also connected to other labs. And so we're, uh, like I was mentioning about the CAN STEM group. So we're working together to do a study together so that each site only needs to recruit maybe seven to 10 people. And it makes it a lot more manageable and we can get our studies done a lot faster. Um, in another group I'm with called um, CAN Stroke Trials, which is uh, part of the Canadian Partnership for Stroke Recovery. We're just about to start um, a trial involving a novel drug called Miraviroc. And Miraviroc is known to promote uh, brain plasticity. And it was discovered initially in people with HIV um, to help protect the brain from the HIV virus. And when it's given to animals and humans, it does seem to help brain plasticity. So we're getting ready for that trial, actually. We hope to start that in 2023. That'll be a big deal, um, you know, a brand new drug that potentially could be helpful. Um, so we'll see, and we're going to test that in stroke. Yeah, so it looks like you have a lot of plans um, for future studies. Do you uh, have any opportunities for students or individuals that may be interested in getting involved in your lab? Yeah, so um, I receive so many requests from students and people from all over the world. And people would be surprised that I probably receive... Um, three to 400 maybe a year, um, emails, contacts. And so I can't take everybody. Um, and I usually only take two new undergraduates a year. So that's, so take from three to 400 to two. Um, so it's difficult to find the people who fit best in our lab. So I look for students who are have driven determination and have a real heartfelt interest in helping people. So your grades don't necessarily matter to me as much as these other skills. And whenever anybody e emails me, I always tell them the stock answer is, I don't have any space in my lab right now. Thank you for your interest. Good luck in your studies. Um, most people I'll never maybe 350 to 375, I'll never hear from again. But maybe 25 people will email me back and say, well, maybe you'll have a space in the future. Can you send me some materials to read? Um, I'm happy to volunteer. Um, I can do anything you need remotely. So those students who email me back when I are the people I engage with. And uh, so now I'm telling you my tricks of picking out the very, very best students who have drive and determination because I wanna pick the students who when I say no, will keep looking for opportunities and that works out well. So we have extraordinary students from all over the world um, here in our lab. It sounds like you definitely do for sure with that amount of interest and the drive and determination to get into the lab is definitely good traits to have there for sure. So thank you so much for joining myself and Miriam today. Is there any social media pages or websites or contact information you'd like to share with anyone who would like to learn more? 
Sure. I do have a website, www.drdrmichelleplowman.com. And I also have a Twitter that I use most often. It's called at Mish Plowman. And the Recovery and Performance Lab has a Facebook page. And that's where we post a lot of our uh, requests to be looking for people to be involved in studies. Perfect. Thank you so much. And anyone who wants to check that out, please do. Oh, um, am I, I'm not back on now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle. And uh, that was a great sounding uh, interview. And awesome job, Miriam and Cassandra. And uh, I guess still, we'll do another one later this week. And this will be out next Tuesday, mm -hmm. the June 7th. June. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, June yeah. 7th. And, Great uh, questions, Cassandra. Miriam did an excellent job. Awesome. Thank you. First one. So but, good to like, know. Tell everybody your, uh, where they can find the NLBA online or their, your, your, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, and website. Where can, they, where can people find that? Our website is www.nlbia.ca. Our Facebook is NL Brain Injury Association. Our Instagram is also at NL Brain Injury Association. And our Twitter is at InjuryNL, I believe. Great. Well, again, well that, that's, that's it for me. And uh, yeah, well, and, uh, again, again, we'll do this later this week, hopefully. And uh, yeah, so thank you, everyone. And, and please support the Newfoundland Lover Brain Association or you know, BA or whoever is your local brain injury association if you're not in Newfoundland, which is most people. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.